Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis. I mean, the Persian Empire's army was so big, they would dry out the rivers. But Herodotus says that in his, in his book, when, when all my life, growing up, through the 80s, all I remember being taught at school is that we should be colorblind. But now it seems like these people that call themselves progressives are looking back past the civil rights to where now I should care about what skin color I am or the other person is. Educate yourself, open your eyes. Don't be led around like sheep or cattle. Government will always push its boundaries, no matter who is in charge. Today's show, I wanted to talk about a little bit about uh, like legalization and things like that. When markets get saturated, only the strong survive. We see the crossover from what religion teaches us about behaviors, and we can see the proof in the science. I'm not scared of the virus. I'm not scared of the pandemic. You know why? Because I know that there is something greater than all of this. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. Let me fire this bitch up real quick. Cartels, right? Going there? Yeah, watch out. Hold on. Three, two, one. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. How's it going out there, guys? Hope y'all are doing well. And thank you for checking in with us today. I got my man hanging out with us today, Fabian. He's actually like 1,500 miles away in uh, Playa del Carmen. Where you at, Fabian? Yeah, that's right, in Mexico, uh, Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Ah, nigga. Yeah, I'm about Paradise. A, few, a few thousand miles away. <laughs> yeah. But so, you know, with this, with this tech nowadays, it's pretty cool. So I do a little, throw down a little show. Yeah. Look, you know, even we're right here. A thousand miles away. A couple thousand miles away. We're kicking it, hanging out, you know, burning one together. We always do this uh, every, like, Pretty, pretty much every night, you know, we call, uh, we'll hang out together on the fucking phone and drink. On the weekends, we'll have a drink together. We'll smoke, you know, together. And, uh, you know, that's just badass, yeah. way. That, that's the cool thing about this tech, you know. You know, to, you know, later on, we'll mention it in the show, but after getting deported, this <laughs> is the way me and, you know, yeah. me and my best friend got to hang out <laughs> yeah. over this uh, messenger. It's cool. <laughs> Yeah, cause, but, uh, I, cause we could see each other. It's like we're like in the same yeah. room. We're in the same fucking room and shit. <coughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. damn nigga. So it's cool, man. So I'm sure people are probably wondering uh, about Corona. Um, so I mean, you know, when they started shutting everything down. So you were working at a at a resort, right? Yeah, uh, resort. Yeah, I've been in the tourism business since I got here. I've been here about four years. But yeah, man, it, it hit it hit hard over here just like it did with you guys. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know we're a little bit behind you guys. You guys are reopening. We're kind of still on a shutdown. But uh, yeah, it affected us a lot, man. We're going into our fourth month. Damn. You know, non-working. You know, we're uh, you know a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people have left. You know, if you look around, there's everything's up for rent. You know, a lot of people had to leave. Oh. But yeah, man, it, it, hit, it hit us just like it hit you guys over there, it, you know. And uh, a lot of, when you say people leave, it's because they come from other parts to do, to work in, in the, at the, at the hotels and stuff. 
shit shut down and yeah. they ain't got no work, so they go back to wherever the fuck. Yeah, they just kind of go back to their hometown, man. Uh, most people do that. They go back with family, mom, dad, you know. Uh, you know, most likely that's what, you know, because most people that come, they'll come by themselves, you know. But yeah, that's like, since this is a tourism place, you know, a hot spot, everybody, you know, you know, Mexico, we don't, you know, our wages are low. So in the tourism business, it's, you know, if you get into it, it's good money, you know, decent money from Mexico. Later on, we'll talk about that, to, you know, get in detail more. But, yeah, if you uh in the tourism business, what you want to do. So when they're not here, you know, when there's no tourism, people start leaving. They go back home to their hometowns, you know, family and friends. But, you know, that's that's why they leave, man. There's there's no work. Uh, people come from all over the, all over Mexico to, you know, to work here, dog, because of the tourism. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful here, and, you know, tourism is the way to go. And how was um, it? That day, they when that shit started popping, what they what they say what like what they call everybody in the meeting and said, hey, a la verga, what 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 they say, or what like everybody well, got to go home, well, what what they tell y'all niggas? Oh, about the with the corona thing. Yeah, like when they told everybody to go home or whatever. Well, yeah, well, well, the thing is about my hotel is where I was at. You know, it was Sandals Playa Car, which is the big resort, but. They had just opened up a few more towers next door, a few more buildings next door, which is, you know, where we, where I was at. So there wasn't many of us over there. So, you know, they let us go right before, right when the corona started, right? Because they kind of knew, they kind of, you know, the big boss already know that the, the closing was coming. Since we weren't at full capacity and we had just opened up, you know, to, to us, it wasn't, you know, it, it, we knew we didn't know it was we didn't know about the corona yet so it happened you know even before that you know big bosses must have heard something before we did but as my other co-workers yeah my co-workers that were at sandals next door now them guys yeah they you know they 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 told them hey the corona's here y'all guys you know there's <laughs> no business there's no tourism we gotta let you guys go yeah uh-huh. and that was pretty much it they you know 500 people being laid off you know at one day Shit, yeah just Oof. like that bro yeah, I, ima- it was rough, man. Imagine we, I know over here, it was something like 30 million people. Like that first week, that second week, it was like 30 million people went on unemployment, nigga. 30 fucking million. Man, dude. And then yeah. right over there, you got those boats, right? Like cru- the cruise ships, they port and people get off and do little tours and then they get back yeah. on the boat and take off. Yeah. Wow, all so that all that, yeah, so all that stopped. So there was nothing coming in. So there was no jobs, no, you know, no, you know, just like you guys, everything just came to a standstill. You start shutting down. So people had to start leaving. Money getting tight. You know, same thing as you got, you know, news tight, man. Just like the dude over there, everything just as over there. You guys still shut down in some parts. Some people still at home over here. Like I said, we're still. I think our hotel's like at 20, 30% or something like that. Yeah. But man, it's, it's dead, man. It's, you know. Uh-huh. I went down Fifth Avenue not too long ago. Uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, I think I, I took, you know, a little stroll. Uh, and this, you know. She was dead in the Yeah, like 30%. <laughs> like- about 30% of the stores were open. Uh-huh. Yeah, about 30% of the, everything was pretty much closed. You know, you'll see a couple, you know, a couple things here and there. But yeah, man, it's still, it's still pretty much a dead zone. Know, but Damn, bro! But it when hit us hard, but when it was jumping, how was it? Man, when it was jumping, <laughs> shit, Fifth Avenue, man, like so. Talking, it, man, I had, I had a fucking, hey, 
I tell you what, man, y'all people, man, being getting deported ain't too bad if you go to the right fucking spot. I hit a nice spot, man. You know, so let's, know, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead man, and let's go ahead and, and fill people in real quick. Well, so he's in Playa del Carmen where there's Fifth Avenue. You know, for anybody of listeners who've been there, that's like the main strip. That's where the you know, that's where yeah. people are shopping, yeah. everything, right? Anything and everything for the tourism, you know, as far as pubs to Victoria's Secret to Nike to, you know, all kinds of restaurants to chicken to seven eleven to Mexican food to, you know, yeah. I mean anything and everything. Oh, you know, right. so, yeah, but that's at Fifth Avenue which is a few blocks from here. I'm like half a block away from there. Yeah. But yeah, you guys walk down that street, Fifth Avenue. But yeah, I'm in Playa del Carmen. But I started off in Cancun, remember? Uh, yeah. I've been here in Playa del Carmen about a year. But I started off in Cancun. So I'm sure everybody knows more of Cancun. If you say Playa del Carmen, people really want, you know, recognize that as a tourist. But if you say uh, Cancun, a lot of people are going to know when you say Mexico Cancun as opposed to Playa del Carmen, because Playa del Carmen ain't on the map as much as Cancun. You know? how, how, when you say Cancun, a lot of your listeners, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are going to know, okay, I know where he's at now. Yeah, because it's, it's yeah, how, Cancun, how far is it? How far is it from Cancun? Like an hour? I'm 30, I'm 30 minutes away. Oh, 30, 30 minutes. Okay. 30 minutes. Yeah, about 35 minutes. No, yeah, 45 minutes. From, give Can, or take. from Cancun. But yeah, but yeah, I started off there, remember? Uh, yeah. Start off in the tourism business. You know, I got here. It was so weird, man. I got here. As you know, we talked. When I got here, when I got off the plane, I said, Chema, what, <laughs> you what know do what? I do now? You know <laughs> yeah. You know what? So let's, like, let's, uh, hold on. Let, let's, uh, let's back up so, so people will know. So, so, uh, <laughs> Fabian and I, you know, we grew up in the hood together and shit. We went to school together, middle school, everything, you know, back in the day, you know, and, um, you know, he's a street, yeah. he's a street kid just like us and shit. And, uh, you know, we were all knuckleheads back in the day and shit. And uh, damn, nigga, hey, in the hood, way? How was the? How was your neighborhood? How was? How was your neighborhood, way? <laughs> I'm just down the street from you. I'm down the street from you, but I'm more in the hood, nigga. I'm the other way, not going downtown. I'm going towards the other way, towards <laughs> nigga, towards Bow Story. Remember? Hey. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Man, yeah, so, look, I'm, look. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm hood just like you. I was, you know, we grew up in Oak Cliff, man. You know, that's all I know, man. I was the, there for 38 years, man. You know that. The, but yeah, Oak Cliff, man. On this nigga's block, there was this family wall, like on the corner of the next block. There was a family uh, of fucking killers. <laughs> hey, that's, the, that's the best way to describe them fools. It's like all of them. I'm mom, right? Yeah, mom, carrying a gat. Nigga, everybody, killers. right? Hood niggas. Yeah, hood, uh, you know, typical hood Mexicano. Yeah, man, that's just, you know, that's just, and that's just the way things are in the hood, hey, man. But yeah. Hey, was, uh, tell, 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 us, know, tell, tell us about that time you woke up and, 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 and you know, because your bedroom was right by the porch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you the homeboys, yeah. you know, who would have thought, you know, a couple of homeboys. Was it Moses? Moses. You remember Moses? Yeah. He lived at the corner. He lived about half. I live on Alabama between McVeigh and Brownlee, if anybody knows. Right in the middle, like right in the middle of the, of the block. Like like if you if you were driving down the block, it's right in the middle. Moses lived on one corner and then the on other the corner. And then the other cat. Well, His uh, homeboy lived half a block away from him. <laughs> And yeah. But wait. I don't know. For some reason, I just I, I was dreaming. I was asleep. I was dreaming. And I started dreaming gunshots, man. In my I started dreaming about gunshots or some shit. Lo and behold, and I wake up and I went outside and 
it's like a goddamn gangster movie. Here comes fucking uh, who was it, dog? It wasn't Robert. It was it was the other guy. I can't remember his name, man. It wasn't Robert, dog. It was an, it was it wasn't it was an other nigga. Moses was chasing him, but it was another guy. I Fer- can't remember his name. Furman? No, Furman. I think no, no, no. Furman was. Uh, no, uh, Furman got shot at. <laughs> he got shot at another time. But no, nah, that's that's another story. No, he was shooting that man, a Kike or some shit like that. I don't know. Hit that. He's still alive, but man, boy, I came out, nigga, and man, I swear to God, like a fucking gangster move. You saw Kike running, stopped right there in front of my house, and he cut to the left to go in front of my house. There's a vacant lot house, so he went through there, and here comes Moses, nigga, running his fucking wife beater, fucking uh, doctor, fucking uh, dicky shorts, fucking Converse and shit with the white socks, total gangster and shit, man, with his escopeta. Oh. He got to the corner, then he looked at a homeboy, and then he started shooting. I'm like, oh, shit, He's, he got him. Because later on, I talked to him. He said, man, that nigga got me. He got him with a couple of pellets. But, man, it was crazy, bro, man. You know, man, some hey. good shit, right? Hey. And, and these dudes were neighbors. <laughs> these dudes were neighbors. Yeah, they lived about, they lived about four or five blocks, uh, not four or five houses apart, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's why there's... <laughs> As a matter of fact, that's why if you go by that house, there's fucking a bunch of BBs right there next to the door, man, where that nigga just shot right next to the door. What, what, happened, the 12 gauge. what happened on that? That was a different beef. Uh, that was a different incident, man. I, I wasn't there at that one, man, but I, they told me about it. Somebody, I think it was him, man, that was uh, For- Moses and them, just trying to get at uh, oh, whoever was there. No, no. They know that old oh, boy hung no, out of there. I remember... Uh, it was something like Furman was playing po- playing poker or something with, with Bobo and them, wasn't it? And then they got into some beef, and he came home, and then Bobo and them came to Furman's house, and then <laughs> he came to the door. Dude, I swear, hey, guys, listen. We're, listen, imagine. Okay, guys, you got to use your imagination. So imagine yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're looking at the screen, right, a movie screen, and then you see the front door, and then... Right next to where, like, head level of the person, let's say if I open the door and I'm standing there, but next to the door, like, where the wood is, was a fucking, you know, like, like, that's where the bullets, that's where the buckshot hit or whatever. Like, right by that, right by his face, dude. He almost got shot in the face. God. Yeah, like, if it was over, just, you know, a little bit more, man. Pellet face. Pellet face. Yeah, but... And these were neighbors. I remember what, what the deal, like I said, I wasn't there at that time, but I just remember the, you know, it could have been pellet face, man. I, <laughs> you know, they finally covered that shit up. You might go there and it might have just covered it with enough paint and it might it, still be there. Car- Caroline. That li- house is still there, bro. Caroline. That, that Caroline, house is still there. Caroline lives there? Huh? Caroline lives at that Caroline house? Caroline lives there. I'm going to ask her if she if yeah. they got the bullet hole. Shout out to Caroline. What's up? Shout out to Caroline. <laughs> Caroline Garcia, if anybody knows her. Yeah, hey, man. The hook, that, that, shit, know, uh, that shit was crazy. Down the street from us. That shit was crazy over there, way. Damn, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's, you know, that's where we grew up, man. But I'm over here now, but, yeah, we, you know, me and you, best friends, man, for many, many years. But, yeah, we some hood-ass niggas. We went to, you know, I started off at Erasmus Seguin. I went to uh, Clint P. Russell, and then I went to Bow Story. Then I went to fucking Sock, which was... Terrible. I think I lasted like a month there. Nigga, I had to go too many. I was outnumbered, man. My boys. <laughs> hey, so I went to Adamson. Hey, I mean, so, but, but see, 
we you've heard the show like with grief on it like we for our for our listeners just so y'all know when we were in high school when we were in middle school and going to high school there was a lot of racial tension between the blacks and the mexicans we you know you'd get oh, jumped yeah. you'd get jumped if you were if you were by yourself now what happened that time you were you had a brand new cowboy jacket no wait, was it a cowboy jacket <laughs> that was just a clean ass jacket. It wasn't a cowboy jacket. It was just a clean ass jacket. Look, you mind you walking, yeah, you walking exactly. down the street, minding your own business. You just on your way home. I just came from Adamson. I was, I was at Adamson. Remember, I was, I was coming. Yeah, I was going to school to Adamson or some shit. What happened? Like, minding my own business. What happened? I'm fucking uh, and three fucking uh, three negros. Where's three fucking negros? Hey, nigga. You better not run. What, uh, man? So, so the first thing I do, nigga, well, I gotta go. What well, the, the the thing? The only thing they said to you was, "You better not run." Man, that's it. What did you do? Like I don't know what the shit, nigga. I ran, <laughs> nigga. Three big ass negros. I had to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was our number, way. Hey, and then that nigga told you not to run. If they tell you not, if they would have told me nothing, I probably wouldn't have ran. But when they tell you don't run, bitch, you're going to run. Hey, what, what is, right. you ran inside a library or something. Where'd you go? You ran inside an elementary I, one school. One of my old jobs, I think I worked there some shit part-time or something, an office there. I used to work there some shit for a little part-time, man. I went back in that motherfucker. <laughs> I said, I'll go again. Make sure the coast is clear, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, over jackets. Remember they used to... Man, I used to roll niggas for jackets. Knock, man, I remember they knocked my homeboy over one time. He was kind of fat. They knocked that nigga over. He couldn't, he couldn't get up. They took that nigga's Jordan. <laughs> nigga stuck like a turtle. And they took that nigga Jordan. Man. And one time, me, me and Roly and Mad Dog were walking home from school. And right here by Mean Yard, by my house, we're walking. And then, damn, <laughs> there was a, we looked back. It was three of us. Me, Roly, and Mad Dog. And I look back, we look back, and there was like a group of 10 black dudes, like from the high school. We were in middle school. These were big dudes. And they were coming, and, and yeah. Mad Dog knew already. He was like, damn. He's like, hey, we're going to walk around the back of this church, and as soon as we get out of eyesight, he says, chop, nigga, because we were right there across the alley from his house. He said, just run to the house, to my house. All right. And as soon as we went behind the, that, that church, Chop and we started chopping, but these fools cut us <laughs> off at the pad, nigga. We came out behind the church and they and they we are running. Ah, nigga. whack, whack, ah. whack, man. I don't know. I got I got hit a couple times. Uh, Roly got hit. Man, they flanked y'all. <laughs> yeah, we, they got, flanked y'all nigga. we got flanked. Ah. We got flanked. <laughs> hey, and then so they fucking just hit us, boom, 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 and then they took off. And and Mad Dog lived right there, so we just crossed the alley and went to his house. And uh, his cousin or somebody was there, and he said, "Man, we just got jumped by a bunch of black dudes." I do grabbed the gun, and he said, "Where?" And then and then Mad Dog said, "They just took off right now," and they and they're like, "Come on, let's go." I said, "Hell no, nah, nigga, I'm going home. Y'all can go if y'all want, cause I live a few blocks." Yeah, I just kept walking, nigga. Yeah. Fuck that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, when we grew up, man, and for your listeners, yeah, we, at that time, it was a lot of racial tension, man. You, you know, we had to run, nigga, or we had to go in packs, nigga. It wasn't wise to do, go by yourself. <laughs> yeah, man. That's yeah, some good, you know. Bro. Man, yeah. we used to, we, me and this guy, we're like, 
fucking crime, <laughs> fucking crime partners there, dad. Hell, woo! I think uh, statue, yeah, I least. think statue limitation has ran out already. <laughs> Some shit though. Think well? <laughs> no. I hope so. But yeah, then we'll implicate ourselves. Nah, but, but yeah, yeah we, 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 did go, we, so we did a couple criminal mischiefs <laughs> back in the day. Little mischief, Crazy shit, little man. Mischievous. I've heard your shows before, and I've heard your shows before, and you're right. I'm very surprised that I'm alive too, man. Shit, bro. Cause there was a lot of times that we could have could have yeah. died or could have been in jail yeah. for a long time. Yeah. We did some stupid shit, nigga. Yeah, man, we didn't. We used to race. Going down the same thing uh, on the one way, nigga. <laughs> Everybody hanging out the car. What the fuck? Why? On dang. On dang. So we, we would man, always, you know. We would work together at warehouses or whatever. And sometimes we'd carpool. But other times we'd take our own cars and. On the way, we'd live close to each other or whatever, and we'd be racing and acting stupid on the freeway a couple of times. Oh, nigga, I, 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 I talked about it the other day, that time we were coming home from work, and we saw them two dudes walking. I think we were on Fort Worth Avenue, and, uh, and, uh, and they were fighting, and then we said something, and then he kicked the car, and I pulled over, and I tried to get the gat out of the trunk, remember, and the car kept moving. <laughs> the car kept moving, zzz, zzz, zzz. and I was, and then the trunk was locked, so I couldn't get the gat, fool. Oh man, that was like a fucking clown show, way. I remember that shit now. I do remember that incident. I re- also remember incident too. When we were on the freeway and we pulled out the gas, that gat one time, somebody was talking shit or I don't know what some the ba- fuck. Some bottles. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, I just happened to have the you just happened to have a get in the car that day in the back or right there, not hey, in the uh, trunk. I think he said I happened. <laughs> I think he said I happened to have it, but yeah, back then I had it in the car all the time. But yeah, we pulled over and I told this nigga grab that hoe, and he got it from the trunk, and we fucking chased them dudes down and had to scare them fools and shit. But see, but see, we're not con- we're not condoning that kind of behavior. Of course not. We're grown adults now, but. That's the kind of that's the kind of that's the kind of shit though, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I was saying that's the things that we thank God that we're not in jail. So you know that's stuff yeah. you do when you're young, nigga, knucklehead. I'm I'm not gonna do that now. Oh yeah, you know? that's just different. We're beyond 25, 24 <laughs> years old. I probably won't do that dumb shit. You yeah. know that's between the ages of twenty and fifteen, some shit like that. <laughs> but if you're a hood nigga in the ages of thirteen to eighteen. Cause I was doing some crazy shit at the age of thirteen, nigga. God damn. damn. Hey, so um, but yeah, I, I was gonna um, so back in the day, way when you were when you were growing up, not growing up at all. I mean, you you never knew your legal status, right? You never knew if you were a citizen. You didn't know if you were resident. You didn't know, right? Or or like you had no clue about that shit, right? I mean, I knew. No, because now I was young, you know, uh, you know, living, you know, just living over there. I mean, uh, yeah, I never, I never thought about it, you know. Uh, my parents and all that would take, you know, take care of all that stuff, you know. I was young, man, so. Uh, so when you, I probably didn't even, I didn't even realize my legal status probably until I was like fifteen years old, fourteen years old. So you know, after I lost my parents. So what, when, when did you? When you remember coming to America, how, many, how old were you when you came over yeah. here? 
No, I was two years old, man. I don't oh. remember that. Okay, you were two. But I went. I mean, I know I, I went legally because I've seen the papers now, you know, now that I'm grown. I've, yeah. You know, I've digged into that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I went on a green card. Those fuckers were literally green back in the day. You know, yeah. I had a green card. That motherfucker was green. But, yeah, I had a green one, man. I was born in 77, I mean, 75, and I was in 77 in the U.S. By the time I was two years old, I was already in Dallas, Texas, man. I was already Oak Cliff nigga by that time. Oh. No, I wasn't in Oak Cliff. We started in North Dallas. Yeah, I, I went, remember. We I lived in North Dallas first. Yeah, the snow and apartments. Nigga got a bottle and shit. How old were you when y'all came man, to yeah. when y'all came to Oak Cliff? How old were you when you came to Alabama? Man, man that I remember. Very, very young. Still, oh, so remember I went to. Oh, you went to Seguin. I think I went, that, to, I went to elementary, right. yeah. Right. So you were probably yeah, four. For some reason, I don't know why we were in North Dallas for a little bit, but mm -hmm. yeah, I think, I don't remember how we moved off for a little bit, but I remember North Dallas too, because we have pictures. But yeah, I mean, I was very young, because I went to, you know, elementary school. Uh-huh. And you said... So, uh, yeah, I got to a clip, you know, yeah. young, man, at four or five years so, old. So y'all were there forever at that house on Alabama. At that house. Kind of like same like us, like the people. Remember? I was, I was gonna say same like us. So you know, my mom, where we're at here, and then you know, we used to be across the street at that big at that big brick house. But when yeah, I was yeah, yeah. when I was born, we lived across the street from Tumba's house, right there on on Ramsey. So so we lived around the corner when I was born, and then we moved to the brick house, and then my mom bought this house. So we've been in this neighborhood, yeah, since uh -huh. I was born and shit. Yeah. Wow, it's crazy, right? Yeah, I was born. I was born here in Sabinas, Coahuila, which is far from here, and uh, and uh, went to you know to the states, man. Mom and dad me to, took me to the states at the age of two, man, and you know, and did the uh, thirty-eight years older. And you said, um, uh, you said uh, you lost your parents, right? Well, I know you lost your parents, but. Uh, What happened? If you want to share, yeah. you want to share with us. Do you know? I mean, not do you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, know. I mean, if you want to share with us. It happened a long time ago. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. It's, you know, it's no big deal. You know, uh, just part of the, you know, uh, part of me. You know, uh, but yeah, I lost my parents, man. At you know, uh, early age. And, you know, you were around that time. You know, for me, your best friends. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know. Um, And y'all had to grow up, you know, basically, it, your old, your oldest yeah. sister, you, I mean, your oldest sister, you have an older brother than you, and a younger sister, there's, and two younger brothers. Y'all were left alone, and your, your tia came to live with y'all, right, to, to, to take care of y'all? Yeah, there was six of us, there was six of us, you know, total left, you know, Kyra, which is the oldest, being like 16. And the youngest one being like, man, I don't even remember mom, uh, you know, like one or two years old, man. My youngest brother, Noé, which he doesn't even know his mom. Oh, But, uh, that's right. They were little, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, after I lost my parents, you know, government stepped in and all that, tried to help us. But, yeah, my aunt, it's not just one aunt. We had a couple of different aunts come stay, you know. Uh, government would, you know, pay them, you know, like a... a, a a caregiver, you know, she would mm -hmm. come and, you know, take care of us and, and that and they would provide her. They set up uh, a foundation, you know, uh, a foundation for the kids. For yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Also too, when that happened, you know, since, you know, 
were left behind, and you know, my mom and my dad were, you know, they were known, you know, their jobs, well, they were loved by a lot of, they were, you know, good people. So a lot of people stepped up, companies stepped up. So there was a foundation called Texas Foundation of Texas, which uh, helped us out a lot. You know, they set up a, a you know, uh, a fund for us, I guess, and you know, people would donate whatever, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that that helped out, you know, a lot, man, tremendously. Imagine six of us, you know, no parents. Yeah. So it was tough, but uh, you know, we managed to do it. We're all still alive, but you know. Yeah, it's, you I know, remember. It's not uh, a pretty, it's when not we, a pretty good, yeah, it was it was rough. I remember because uh, when I, we were in high school, I lived with y'all for a bit. For I don't even remember why. My dad probably kicked me out or something. But I remember living over there, and your tia Celia was, oh, no, wait, esta, what was your aunt's name? The one that was there? For, Celia, no? Yeah, yeah. Celia? And, Chu, uh, and what was her husband's name? Uh, man, was it Hector? H Hector or Ernesto? One of those. I can't remember. I can't remember. No, <laughs> no, it was Chewy, man. Chewy, it was Chewy, Chewy, yeah, Chewy, wasn't Chewy. it? Yeah, yeah, we would, I remember those times, it man. Out. It was rough, man. It's been so long, man. Actually, it was rough. Been... You know, uh, uh, I bunch of teenagers you know uh, thrown into a situation that you know with no parents all of a sudden it's um you know i can't even imagine how fucking rough that kind of shit was you know but you know hey but motherfuckers you know we're resilient way you know that's the know. You yeah. know, we can make it through some hard ass shit yeah. man. i mean look so 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 look so see so people can understand so you know, that happened when you were, how old was it when you, when your mom passed away? I felt like thir 12, 13 years old when I lost mom. You were 13? Hold yeah. on, we're the same age, right? No, you're yeah. one year younger than me. Cause you're, oh no, we're half, that's right. I'm in March and you're in, in August. So we're like a few months separate. Yeah, just a few months. Cause I, yeah. I, my birthday's coming up. Hell yeah. Oh shit. 45. You know what that means? <laughs> you're, 40, gonna, man, you're gonna get a special. Forty-five years old. You're gonna get a special package. That's what you're gonna get. <clears throat> Little birthday package. Damn. <laughs> yeah, forty. But forty-five years old, man. Uh, Damn, we're getting old, bro. I don't feel old. That's yeah. a good thing. I don't feel old. Yeah, nah. Uh, you look great. You, you, you look. You look. But I don't feel old. I don't, yeah, I don't you, look too old. So. You fucking look great, nigga. You got a full head of hair. Everything, way. Your beard, you be rocking out. <laughs> you rocking that root, that beard and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, hey yeah, so look, they, so females like females like the beard. Yeah, that shit. Females like the beard. Nigga, when you you you've had it a few different a few different ways, you know, you've you've let it fill in a little bit sometimes too, right? You've had sometimes it. Sometimes I have it. Yeah, sometimes I have it thick, almost cover my face, and then sometimes I have a you know yeah. a thin line. Sometimes I have a real thin. It just you know, yeah. just depends on the occasion. <laughs> but yeah, man, I said you know, but yeah, man, I'm we both we're, we're up there, bro. It's man, we're forty five years old now. Forty five, bro. We we're in the hood, you know, mm -hmm. doing all those knucklehead things. You know. Speaking of uh, that, man. speaking of that, so so right, so life goes on, and you have kids, and. You know, at some point, you catch a case, and then it, it creates some, it creates uh, immigration problems, right? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, immigration wasn't wasn't around back in the day, you know, you know, uh, it wasn't around as much, man. So now they, they check for your status, and unfortunately, I never fixed my status, you know, unfortunately, 
I never I never fixed it. You know, with, when losing my parents and all that, you know, everything went haywire. You know, you know, everybody being a kid, I'm not worrying about my immigration status. Yeah. You know, and Ain't I nobody, mean, you know, you could have been, you could have, you could have probably been a citizen and everything, by you know, yeah. it, but but since all yeah. of that happened, yeah, it fucked did, everything right? up. Yeah, yeah, but you know, if you catch a case, it's 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 pretty much over. So, but so, uh, so you got a case, and then they, you did a couple years, and then they de- yeah. and they deported you. They said, you got to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After you catch, you know, after you catch a case, you know, by that time, they were already, by that time, they were already checking status oh, then. so you know, see, yeah, so, so if you're, uh, so, so if you're like a resident status and you catch a felony case, they, they, that, uh, they, that calls for automatic exposure, like automatic, uh, yeah, this is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I don't know too much about the law, but I know that, yeah, once you catch a felony, you know, most, you can, they can easily take away your citizenship. Even, even now, I think Opina well, did, even Obama well, and Trump, well, but it, I think it's a law to even well, take your not, citizenship not, away. And I think Trump tried to pass no, no, that. No, uh, maybe your citizenship not, not, will be taken away. Not the citizenship, because uh, once you become a citizen, the laws protect no. you. But but if you're no. if you're if you're if you're the green card thing like the, like what happened to you you know like that uh, resident or something you know kind of like what no, happened to you. Said, you no, you talking about once you swore in and you do all that and yeah, I'm a United States of a citizen. They take that shit from you, man. Oh yeah, but they didn't. They didn't do. Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah, yeah. I remember I, he said he said some shit. I mean, I, I don't know if they did, but I know he kind of wanted to, man. They tried to, you know, they'll. Uh, you know, it got bad for a while there. But so, so look, but, you know. so, so that first time when they deported you, like, what, like, like, what were you thinking? Like, I mean, cause look, you basically grew up in America. You went to school in America. You were here all your life, elementary, middle school, high school, children, yeah. jobs, family. Uh, and the first time they deported you, you were like, what, 26? Seven, twenty-six, twenty-eight, twenty-six, something like that. No, I was younger. No, I was twenty. No, I was younger, like twenty-three, I think. Twenty-three, okay. younger, younger. What, yeah. were you, what were you thinking that, that first, first time, time. Wayne? What were you thinking that first time? Nothing. You know, you're young. Yeah, when you're young, you don't, you know, you don't, you know. You don't give a shit. What? So, so did no, you, you the first, the what first, you give a shit. The first time, yeah, you give a shit. <laughs> but, but the first time, so they go and they leave you at the fucking bridge. How do they do it? Yeah, they just pretty much, you know, you're shackled all the way till, till you get over there, either on a bus or a van with, you, you know, with a bunch of other motherfuckers mm-hmm. that are going to get deported. Yeah, they took you to the bridge and pretty much, hey, there you go, and handcuff you and suddenly, patada in the fucking nalgas. Kicking the ass. And you're on your own. So, anybody that doesn't know the system, well, you know, probably some of your listeners do, but I'm probably sure a lot of them don't. But yeah, you 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 learn that you have to have somebody, or you know, it's good to have somebody, some kind somebody help you out when you get out because you need money, man. You need to figure something out before you get out because if not, you they're not going to give you any money. The government used to back in the day, you know, they used to help you out a lot. You know, things are tight nowadays. You know, a lot of stuff got cut. So nowadays, you you, you just you don't you asked out. You just got to walk across the like you said. They just walk you. You they don't walk you. They tell you you walk across and you walk and that's it. And uh, they leave and you that, figure out what you're gonna do. That first time, did you make it all the way back to Coahuila to your to your town and then came back? 
or or you just hung around by the border and then came back right away no i went i went to my hometown man uh i went i went to my hometown from there where did i go yeah i went just went got on the bus and i uh, went to my hometown man and uh would just you know went back home and just started thinking what the hell i was gonna do you know i was either gonna stay there or what am I gonna do? What you know? It, it, everything, everything's new. So you know, everything's going through your head. But also, and then too, of course, you know, you think about okay, maybe I'm gonna work this and that. But then you, you know, you just reality sets in. Hey, you know, the wages here, there's no work. I need my Dallas. You know, I need my money. I need, you know, I need, I need, I need, I need, a, I need U.S. So you know, you know, being being over there so many years. You know, I, you know, I, I had to go back, man. I was like, my, told my hand, hey, I got to go, Tia. <laughs> and this is the funny story, dude. I don't know, man. It was faith or water or, you know, uh, mom watching out for me or something. But the way that things played out that day, bro, I mean, you know, I had no plan, no nothing. I mean, I had a plan, it was a, the bullshit plan. Well, the plan was catch the bus to the border and just walk across and that's it just that's it and just, just walk oh and just say and I you were just gonna say i'm an american citizen you were gonna talk perfect english uh you're gonna show oh, yeah. you had your driver's license too they 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 left your your driver's license so you had your license you speak perfect english that was the plan i remember yeah yeah and then what happened yeah but that was the plan just you know to see if that'll happen but uh Coincidentally, man, when I was getting on the bus, when I was about to tell my aunt, okay, Tia, you know, I'll call you if I make it, or, you know, we'll wish me luck. But, man, swear to God, man, I don't know how, what, fade, what, but I was getting on the bus, guys. Man, I found one of my homeboys from Bow Story, my Bow Story. A homeboy, man. From the Cruz. Hood. What's his nigga name? Cruz. You remember him, too, dog? From, Cruz? I don't remember. Cruz? I don't remember. He's from Alaska. Him and Joe. His name was Cruz something way. Damn. So, well, anyways, I got on the bus to go to the border. So I got on the bus, dude, and I saw him. I was like, holy shit, man, man, what's up, way? It's me, Fabian. And I can't remember his name, but yeah, what's up? What's your name? Where you going? I just, I, know, I remember he lived down the street from us in Oak Cliff. Uh -huh. And I said, nigga, man, where you going? You, what, what's up, man? Just going back to, going back to Dallas with my family, with my wife, my kids. Damn, all right. He said, man, the truck's at the border. He said, where are you going? I said, man, I'm going back to Dallas. I'm just going to, you know, catch the bus. He said, man, won't you just, well, let's just, won't you just go with us? So I was like, shit. So, man, getting on the bus, I already talked to him after, you know, a little bit. He, he invited me, you know, to jump on a truck with him at the border and then from there just go with him to Dallas instead of me having to figure nothing out. So the ride was already in plan, you know. Right, uh -huh. Now I was crossing, uh -oh. you know. Okay. I didn't tell my homeboy that I didn't have no papers or nothing, man. I you know, I and I didn't you know, I didn't tell him nothing oh, like that. Oh shit! You know, yeah. I just fuck. But you no, know, I had to take that chance, man. I mean, I couldn't, you know. But the the, the 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 ironic thing is, it didn't matter. He had drugs. He had some other shit. He had <laughs> whatever it warrant. So we both, we both, we both passed. I don't know how, bro. I was deported. I gave him my ID. He gave him his ID. You know, we, well, anyway, going back to the, to the bus, I, I got, he told me to give me a ride. So, okay, I went with him to get on the truck and then we started crossing, you know, the border. 
I started crossing the border with him and his wife and the kids. And at the checkpoint, you know, without, you know, sometimes they'll just okay, U.S. citizens, okay, thank you, and you go by, and that's it. Yeah. And but man, lo and behold, these motherfuckers suspicious, so they told us pull in. Uh, we need to check everybody's. I like shit, you know, because I obviously was, you know, I had been deported, man. And my boy, once he told me that we we're pulling in, he's like, damn, bro. He said, man, I got some shit. I think I got warrants. And, I, you know, I got some illegal shit here. Nice. I don't know what he said. We're not going to say, but he had something. He had drugs, all right? In the car. Drugs. Jesus. And, uh, and so, fuck. So we're all shitting bricks or whatever, trying to keep cool. They took our IDs. Like, man, this shit's going to hit the fan, whatever. Uh, they came back, man, and both IDs cleared. His warrants didn't show up or whatever he had going on didn't show up. They didn't find the drugs in the truck. And uh, my deportation didn't come up on the computer. I wasn't. So imagine, found a ride with my homeboy that lives in Dallas, down the street from me. So I literally got a ride to my house. He dropped me off in the front of my house. And then the nigga went home like about two blocks away on Alaska. So. He took me all the way. And then we stopped in San Antonio, drinking and shit at his parents and family's house, visiting and shit, you know, like nothing. Okay, and coming. But yeah, man, but you know, we I found the ride and then and then we passed, man, at the border. Jesus. And even Dude. though we had all kinds of crooked shit going on. <laughs> but we managed it. Golly. Bro, <clears throat> you know, you said something <clears throat> you said something earlier. Dude, honestly, like that that wasn't that sort of stuff doesn't happen for in coincidence like that was no error that you ran into him on the bus you know what i'm saying that shit was meant to happen where you were meant to see him and meant to get a ride and meant to bring your ass back because after that you were here you know you were everything was cool for another 15 years or whatever the fuck till the next segment of the of the story but Everything was cool. Yeah. You came back, kids, family, working, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Damn, dude. That was no accident way. The stars yeah. were aligned perfectly. When you when you made that choice, when you said, man, fuck it, yeah, I'm going to roll. That timing way, if you would have waited another hour or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That moment, that moment when you said, this is what I'm doing. Yep. The stars were aligned perfectly. Exactly. Golly. And... And that, and that, and then plus what happened at the checkpoint, you know? Oh, yeah. IDs. Yeah. Dude. The, that, you know? The, you know, I think... I, I passed that with the same, with the same wallet, with the same ID that, that I got deported with. They gave me my property back, and I went back with the same fucking ID, same social, same everything. The, right? the, the good I had thing... Everything, you know? I've been in, you know, in the U.S. forever, so I, you know, I have my ID, I pay my taxes, yeah. I drove, yeah, I had, you definitely. know, license, I had the whole nine yards. Fuck yeah. So, so, what I'm thinking is like, yeah, that was legit. what I'm thinking is like, you know, they hadn't input your name in the system or whatever the fuck, you know, government takes forever to do whatever the fuck they do. So that was good. That was good that that happened, you know? But then, yeah. about 15 years later, a nigga got pulled over, and then that's a whole nother story, you know? And we're going to get to that well, in, a little, one, yeah. in a little bit. But, that's when they, 
but that but that shit, you know, nigga came back and you know, look people, look. He he he's deserving of of being a citizen because all he knows is America, you know? He came when you were two, you said about probably like two years old. Yeah. You don't you don't know shit about two years old. You don't know shit about Mexico, about Coahuila, you don't know nothing about that shit, right? I mean, now you yeah. do, but not prior. I know now I do. Yeah. yeah. But not prior. But prior, no. Yeah. Shit, dude. I mean, we came, you know, me and my parents. Before my parents died, we used to come, you know, uh, every two months or whatever. So, yeah. you know, I knew Mexico a little bit, but, you know, but. But, uh, yeah, yeah, man, I don't know too much about over here. Uh, I do now. Dude. Little by little. Life is fucking crazy, way. Fucking crazy. It is. We, uh, it is, man. <laughs> dude, the the shit, though, the stories, though, that the the craziness and the, I mean, you know, just living life, way. Like that time we got raided at the shop by the fucking DEA SWAT team. By my <laughs> Brett Farr. That motherfucker, I swear to God. The listeners. I was there, I saw him. That motherfucker looked like Brett Farr. It was a DEA guy. And I'm like, holy shit, man, is that Brett Farr? It looked just like fucking, fucking Brett Farr. It was a DEA. Uh, These motherfuckers look like, they look like Brett Farr. <laughs> yeah, I remember that little incident, man. So, real quick, let me, uh, put, let me put it in a nutshell for the listeners. So, back in the day, we had a paint and body shop. And, you know, at that point, we had stopped. Me and my brother had stopped, you know, moving work. And we were just trying to go legit, you know. And uh, some dude came by, and he had work, and then another dude, we were fixing his car, and he needed work, and then, you know, the thing was like, okay, well, y'all two guys, you know, we vouch for them, y'all two guys work together, whatever. Come to come to find out, one of those guys was being followed by the, by the DEA, and he had a snitch, and his phones were tapped. We didn't know none of this. Uh, so they made some deal, and we're hanging out at the shop, doing business, whatever we do. And then the guy leaves, one of the guy leaves, he comes back like 30 minutes later, and, a, and he comes back with like some drugs in the, in the trunk. Before you know it, there's a fucking SWAT team fucking running into the shop, kicking, they kicked my brother in the fucking face, no, they kicked him in the chest, they kicked me in the face, no, 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 wait, no, I got kicked in the face, that's right, because I had a boot, I had a boot print in my face. Dude, anyhow, anyhow um... And then, so Fabian, Fabian worked at a warehouse down the way. So the cops came, they took us all, and they just fucking ransacked the shop and left it how it was, basically. So Fabian got off of work, or because he worked down the road, and he would stop by on the way home from work, and we'd smoke a blunt or whatever. And what happened that day, way when you when you when you pulled up to the shop? Uh, I rolled up a little dot shadow. I was driving dot shadow. Ba 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 ba. But y'all rolled up, nigga. <laughs> hey, what? Look to the side. Man, look like this motherfucker ransack, man. Or what the hell happened, man? You know, just shit everywhere. Everything open. I was. You were baffled. What the hell happened, man? <laughs> you were baffled. I was. I was. I was baffled. But yeah, man. I don't know what had happened, man. I, I don't know who's. Who, I don't even remember how the fuck I even found out what had happened. I think I stuck around. Somebody came or what. The I remember. I think you said something like Man, uh, just, you you opened the garage door and you went five o and then damn nigga said oh shit <laughs> nigga said something happening here. Look like the five o already. 
Dude, that shit was crazy as fuck, dude. I thought we were gonna die, way. And, and dude, when when homeboy kicked me, it kind of flipped me around because I was going to my knees. I had my hands up and I was going to my knees. And as as the first guy came into the office, the first thing since I was already going on my knees, he helped me the rest of the way. He fucking whack kicked me in the face, flipped me over, and then my hand landed way under the desk. My hand landed under the desk, and I felt oh hell no, nigga! I pulled my He's reaching, he's reaching. It's over, nigga. It's over, baby. Right? Dude. Man. Can't be reaching. (laughs) That shit was a crazy day. Yeah, man. man. We went through some crazy stuff, man, in the hood, dog. What else did I do, man? I don't remember, dog. I can't remember a lot of things. Maybe I don't want to remember, but (laughs) just steal shit. Cars. Crash them. Uh, <laughs> fucking ghosty girls in them to DeSoto uh, all kinds of shit man go to the green building downtown I had a homeboy go hey, downtown uh, kick it at that green building what, what, what can't would you, say what we did up there but we go kick it what would you do if you needed Dean. Par- what, what would you do yeah I remember we went up there a couple of times what, what would you do if you needed parts for your car yeah <laughs> Drive around till I find the parts that I needed. And then what I do with the leftover, with the car, there was a vacant lot next to my house. I would just roll it out and just leave it there and call the cops. Man, somebody left a stolen car. And I got my shit parked in the fucking driveway all bad ass clean. Same, same model. We got it. We got a painted, but we got a couple different colors on it. Same. Hey, the bumper. Ironically, matched the, matched the car that was in the vacant lot next door. Ironically, <laughs> hey, the fucking cop. Hey, thank you, citizen. He didn't even realize your bumper is the same color as a stolen car. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but most of the time I try to steal a car. I mean, I used to go buy cars, find cars that were the same color as mine. <laughs> like that, I had to paint shit. Yeah, we knew people, uh, if you needed a car, hey, I need this car, all right? We knew people that you can just ask, right? Like, hey, I need this car, all right? And they'll get it for you, like, real fast. Who was that, Pee Wee? Who was the, who was the good, who was the good criminal (laughs) that we used to? That nigga Albert and Abel were good. Oh, yeah. Them niggas were fast. Who else? I just took some two niggas. The mother niggas would just take shit at gunpoint, but them niggas would steal shit. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah, a couple of niggas we knew would just take the shit, but yeah, Albert and Abel, them niggas were fast. Yeah, them niggas, niggas right there, boss knuckleheads. They're still there. In the, they're still there. No cliff. I have them on my Facebook. I I ain't seen uh I ain't seen Pee Wee in a minute on Facebook, and uh, I never had uh wait, Albert is Pee Wee, right? No, uh, yeah, yeah, and his brother Abel is Abel. Abel That's is right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't seen Abel. I don't. He's not on there, right? He's not on Facebook, is he? No, all his, his girls are. All his wife, his wife, and his kids and shit are. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. So you know what? Uh, yeah. Let me uh, let's take a break right quick because I need to. Uh, yeah, we'll take a break and uh, let's kick it. Y'all hang out for a second, and uh, we'll be right back. This is. Thesis. All right. 
We're back. Why do we have, do we have huh? tanks on top of our houses? Yeah. Why do we have big water tanks, man? Yeah, they got water tanks on top of the roof in Mexico for some strange reason. Well, I know. Yeah. Why? Y'all don't have water? I don't even know when I leave. <laughs> Y'all don't have water pipes? What the fuck? Yeah, I got water coming through the fucking line. But from that big-ass tank. Because at night. Yeah, because every day that that tank, you know, if I use it throughout the day or whatever, it, it fills up. At, I don't know what point the government decides to fill it up, you know, and they charge me. That's the thing about living in Mexico. Everything's really cheap, man, because we don't make shit. But if you come with that U.S. dollar or from, you know, currency from somewhere else, you're fine. You know, it's the average, your average water bill is over here, you know, just the regular, most people don't. They pay like a hundred and thirty <laughs> pesos, nigga. Hundred and thirty. You know how much that is in dollars? That's that's like six dollars <laughs> for your a wa- month for your water bill. That's your water bill. But and you- if you use it a lot, uh, maybe like twenty, thirty dollars wow. a month. Hey, but like, but but compared, I mean, considering you don't make that much, it's it. I mean, when people, when people don't make that much, it it can it can be expensive even still, right? Yeah. When you're in the right business, like when I was, when I was making U.S. dollars, because I got a tourism, that's why I got a tourism business. Because, uh, I, you know, I get tipped in dollars, man. Because of my English and my Spanish, so I cater to my English people really, really good. You know, they can re- I can relate to them, they can relate to me. We talk about the U.S. or wherever they came from, but, you know, they just, you know, just good people, man. But uh, I used to get a lot of U.S. dollars. So, yeah, when I make the money, that that like, that water bill was, you know, super cheap to me, man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, considering that the average people, average person over there makes 10 to $15 a day, that's, you know, if that's any place, that's if you don't work nowhere with tips, way. Mm-hmm. That's why it's critical to work in it in and for me because i'm so used to high wages yeah uh in the, in the tourism business because I, I like to get tips man believe it or not i get i get stupid crazy over 20 dollar tip because you know it takes me forever to make 20 dollars you know it takes me all fucking day it takes me a day and a half to make 20 dollars that's a 10 hour day yeah. to make 20 dollars you know so to get pay 20 dollars from my company and to make it 20 dollars tip that's a good day it's a good day but you know, how about the dollars uh, ain't shit to us. One, one, you know, because over there in the U.S., I used to make one hundred and forty dollars a day, man. Yeah, so for man. me to make twenty dollars over here, Jesus, shit to me. It's a big but the adjustment. A yeah, the, the the adjustment must have been. I mean, I was. I mean, you know, I was there with you along the way, but the adjustment is fucking crazy. You know. Yeah, yeah, it is. But the good the thing is, yeah, just. That's why I came over here because that's why I told you just come over because of the tourism business, man. Them dollars, I used to make them dollars, so that was really good, man. And I had a fun job. But yeah, man, you like to make them dollars because things are cheap over here. If you look at it from you know, from a dollar standpoint, making really really good money point of view, or do- yeah, or the dollar you know currency view, yeah, that yeah, is really really cheap because you make you know. Average person over there makes a hundred bucks, man. You can pay some people. You can pay their rent with that hundred dollars. So what you make in one day, you can pay somebody's rent over. You can live over here for a whole month off one of your rent. day's wages. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. 
all bills paid. Hey, and then when like I got a pretty good spot, like like me, I have a pretty good spot. Pay three thousand pesos, which is about one fifty, mm-hmm. pretty much a month. And how, and you're, and you're how close are you to the beach? Well, I'm like five. I'm like five blocks away from the beach. I'm half a block away from Fifth Avenue, which is the tourist, you know, spot. So I'm prime, man. I'm prime. I'm, I'm in a good spot. And on top of that, it's all bills paid. I got my water free. I mean, it's included in my my rent. My light is included in my rent. And that's yeah, it. Right on. Yeah, but then all that, well, that big shit, that, you know, that's, that's great. There's, n- there's not too many pieces in the U.S. that you get all bills paid. If it is... It's Damn. a shitty ass place, uh, or you know, it's very expensive, and, and then, I don't think there's too many. And then uh, compared to the hundred, a hundred and fifty a month, shit, bitch, right? Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I live, and then I'm like five blocks away from the beach, so that's a really plus. Yeah, that's a really, really. And good. you said you're like one. How many yeah. blocks from Fifth Avenue? Like one block away. I'm half a block. I'm between I'm 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 between Fifth Avenue and Tenth. Ah, so shit. I walk half a block to the right, to the left. I'm right there on Fifth Avenue Damn. and like half a block. Damn, bro. Yeah, man, it's an awesome spot, man. Yeah, I'm ready for it to start jumping again, man. But uh, but no, I want, I'm ready to start working in it. I don't know, man. It's just there's always so many options, you know. We talk about this all the time. I don't know what I want to do, man. Because there's so many fun jobs. There's so many, you know, different things to do. Yeah. You know, it's like right now, since you know, we talk and right now, you know, I'm trying to do my own thing at home since not working. I've been improvising, making stuff out of pallets. I think I showed you a few yeah. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So sales, man. I really, I really make some. I really make some really nice things. I'll, I'll put some on my Facebook, but. I make some pretty cool stuff. I think I showed you some of it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I turned in a patio set today that I made out of pallets. And, oh, man, it's, they it looked came out, amazing, They came out man. fucking amazing, eh? Hey. So, so y'all seen, um, some of y'all, if y'all haven't seen it, look on, like, YouTube and, and just look up stuff made out of pallets, like wine holders and yeah. lawn chairs. Wine know, holders. Table. And patio set. You can make some nice stuff. So, since they closed everything down... You know, he kind of picked up the little hobby of making stuff. He's, you started making shit for yourself, yeah. right? You started, you made yourself yeah, a table. Yeah, I started making stuff for, my, for here. You know, yeah. I made my wine cooler. I made my uh, my little shelf here to hold up my clothes. I think I made a little trash can. I made a few things, man. Uh, I made a, a floating shelf. I made a few things. But it started off like that. But then as time passed and, you know, work wasn't going to come up, I said, man, you know, let's just make some things out of skids and sell them and, yeah, you know, I've made a few things and they sold and I've got things on order today. I turned in one project. I got one here and I have to, you know, I have to do one tomorrow. But they stay, they're coming in steadily and, you know, and believe it or not, it depends on how fast I work, but it, it pays out maybe as much as it would have at a hotel or a little bit more than what I was making. I don't know. So it, it, it still, it, it still benefits. It's yeah. still good. And that shit came out nice, for, dude. For being on box your own hours and you know i get up at nine you know i start like at 11 or whatever you yeah. know you and know? that's good because you know you're staying, stop, you know, you're staying busy but yeah, you're, you're your own boss yeah yeah stay you know but also too i, I want to do that because i want you know i want to do my own days all this and that and enjoy this place because once I don't know if you guys know, you know, I'll tell you now, once you two over here in Mexico, once you start working, most jobs over here in Mexico do six 
not looking at Oh, wait, hold on. You broke, we know. Yeah, hold on. Used to five days a week, and we were off on the weekend. Yeah, so hold on real quick, because you broke up. So uh, he said in Mexico, you every mostly every job you work six days a week, no matter what. And your day off is usually during the week. Yeah. Some, you know, it's rare for you to have a Saturday yeah, or Sunday yeah, off, right? Yeah. That's why That's why I don't want to, you know, do a, a job job because, you know, I have to do that every day. I don't, I don't want to work six days a week, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're fun jobs. We make money, but, you know, it gets old, man. Yeah. Uh, I like to do something else, man. But I don't know. You know we'll figure out as I go. But, you know, yeah. but uh, I like doing these. You know, if I can do this, that stuff. Oh, and then really cool stuff, man. Oh, you know, you seen the stuff that yeah, I did. They, they, it looks like, funny, they really, they really came out really freaking good, man. They like legit. And see, and he, he, your apartment is on the second floor, so you have a decent view. But there's, yeah. you know, there, across the street is another apartment building and stuff. But whatever. But you're on, you're elevated, so you have a nice view. Oh, you know, I lost it. Oh, there you go. So, you know, you have a nice view and your patio is pretty legit, you know, and it's it's a nice spot, man. Fucking A, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so I hooked it up, so, you know, I put my little chair there, my little patio set. Well, here, let me do something, so I made a patio set. But I made one for me, but then I, you know, I saw another one on YouTube, so I made another one, which was bigger, better, and improved. You saw it. Look. A fucking amazing. <laughs> I wish I would have sold it, but I sold that today. So I'll make another one, but yeah, man. Uh, I, you know, I like to have it hooked up inside and out. Yeah. But yeah, those are nice things to improvise, man, when you're at home with the COVID shit, because like I said, uh, we're still, we're still pretty much shut down because of that shit. We were, we're, we're we have to wear masks, just like you guys. We got, uh, don't wear them, you know, you know, but, by law, we have to wear them in any store, you know. But for some, when I'm around a big crowd, I wear it just because. Uh, okay, yeah. You know what? So, so. Uh, but, but you know. But it, it's all good. I mean. But you know. yeah. That's... Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry, the little lag. That's that. But uh, I was gonna say, um, let's. Um, so. So when you came back, right? So technically, illegally, you know, coming back is a crime, you know, because because they kicked them out and they removed your your residency or whatever and said you can't come back, right? So when you came back, you're, you know, you're sort of under a shadow type. I mean, you were working and everything like nothing, like normal everything, you know, for another yeah. fucking fifteen years or whatever it was. It was a yeah. long time. And, uh, yeah, I just went back to work like nothing. Mm -hmm. I wasn't hiding. I just wasn't doing it. You just didn't want to get, like, yeah, you don't want to get in but, trouble. Yeah. You know, that was never, a, you know, a problem before anyway. I, yeah. Yeah, once. But that was it. Yeah, once you grew up, nigga, all that other craziness settled down a little bit. <laughs> you know, we were still a little bit knucklehead, but but you kept your nose clean, you know what I'm saying, uh, for a long-ass time, right? And yeah. even still, and even still, so, yeah. so I remember that day, Wade, you, y'all were just driving and you got pulled over, right? Or did I lose you? Yeah. Oh, there you Me go. Me and my ex. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, baby. They usually have it. I'm good.
I was like. Hold on, you're breaking up. Hold on, one second. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You're breaking up. Hold on. There you go. Can you hear me? There you go. Okay, good. Uh, so you were driving with your with your ex. What happened? Yeah. And you what? You just got pulled over? Yeah, we just uh, got pulled over. She had warrants. No, she had warrants on her car. We got pulled over because we had warrants on her car that we found out later on. They told me. The cops told us. I was just an uh, extra prize for them. Damn. Yeah. So, yeah, we got pulled over, man. And my status showed up, so I had to, it took me in. That was it. And uh, so I got deported to again. Yeah. And this is, and that's my, that's why I'm here now. But, I just but, didn't go back. But you were a guest of the federal government for, what, two or three years? It was three years? They ended up giving me, they ended up giving me three years, man, because it's a, it's a felony to go back, you yeah. know? That's a, that's a, you know, it's a yeah. homeland security, you know, felony shit. Yeah. So they gave me three years, man, whatever months that is. They don't tell you in years, by the way, when you go to federal court, they tell you in goddamn months. I didn't even realize how much it was. I started doing the math. <laughs> so about three years. But yeah, I did three years, man, and then I came back. Um, but hey. yeah, believe it or not, believe it or not, man, uh, if you do jail time... <laughs> It's best to do it in the federal penitentiaries than states. Federal penitentiaries are nice. It's like they said, you know, federal's got everything. Federal police, federal, everything's better. Yeah, they do. Even their federal prisons are better. Oh. We had AC, they had pool tables, had ice and microwaves, and oh. leather shops and baseball and tournaments and food and, you know. Hey. Man, I can... Since since I was and then too, uh, since I was at an immigration uh, status uh, correction place, federal thing, you know, uh, the the food were there was accommodated for 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 Mexicans, you know. We uh, had man, we had menudo and shit, bro. Menudo. Y'all have frijoles in prison, you know. Did you have frijoles? Did you have beans? Beans. Man, they put a big old thing out there. That was a, it was like a buffet. That's the one thing you can go back and get some over and over. They put a big old oh. thing of beans and frijoles. You can go back over and over and get some if you wanted stuff face. But but you know I didn't get too many of those. I got bought the other food. And sometimes you would take stamps. Believe it or not, you know I don't know if you guys don't know about jail. Some part some of your listeners might know, but stamps are like money in jail. Like so uh -huh. if you take some stamps to the cafeteria you can get extra food if you want you know you hand the guy some stamps and he'll give you some more menudo or he'll bring you another another fish or he'll bring you another pork chop or you know whatever it may be that you want that day you give him some stamps so you don't have money in prison you give him some stamps and you have what <laughs> some extra food but yeah i ended up doing three years with them man uh you know, long story short, I ended up doing three years with them, and then I came back over here. But yeah, federal prison is, is something else, man. Man, uh... <clears throat> now, not all federal... Now, 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 don't get me wrong. Now, all our federal prisons are nice and pretty and, and, and chilling in your home, boys. Yeah. There's some that are rock and roll, you know. It depends on your, in your, in your case. Yeah, yeah. Since I was just illegal, since I was just illegal... I didn't have, you know, I didn't have nothing else. So I was just with the regular people. But if you're, you're you got... 
assault with a weapon, you know, whatever, domestic violence, then you get to go with the big boys, you go to them gladiator farms, and it's rock and roll, you know, rock and roll, baby. You might not make it out in three years and catch around the case in that motherfucker. Yeah. But yeah, but, you know, it's crazy, bro. Hey, it's, so, the system is so, not fun. So when they... So when we remember, you know, we were planning when you were about to get out and stuff, as the, um, yeah, there was something funny that happened uh, uh, when, so, uh, so just so y'all know, so, you know, we had everything set up. Uh, we kind of planned, you know, they were going to leave them at the bridge. We didn't really know what was going to happen, sort of, but we kind of planned, okay, once you get over there, then head to your hometown and get some papers and this yeah. and that and, you know. But when they dropped you off way, some dude came up to y'all, right? And like, oh, this way, this way, or something, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was, that's the thing, too. It's a, it's a thing, too. You'll learn later on, you know. I mean, hopefully not, but I, you know, I learned the first time. Then, you know, what well, was the only time. But, yeah, man, sometimes the, the, of course, you guys, I don't know if your listeners, some of your listeners know, but the, the cartel, the, you know, the cartels over in Mexico, you know, you know, we they're, they're, it's infested over here with them guys. So uh, you hear through, you hear through, 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 you know, through other people, through prison day. Sometimes right there, where they drop you guys off, they pick you up right there. They come, they bring, they what they call, they bring the suburban. They come in the suburban nigga, and they, they they load you up and take you. Since they figure you just got out of prison, you're probably just you know just another knucklehead that just you know fuck it. We're gonna take you know, and they'll they'll recruit you. So. So that was, you know, that's one of the things you have to worry about when you get deported too. You know, that's that's always a risk. Depends on where where you get dropped off at. So that shit was on your well, mind. I was at it that, that, that shit was on your mind. You know, you're thinking, all right. Let yeah, me. yeah, it's always in the back of your mind. Yeah, man. Yeah, fuck yeah. You can they pick you up, and you know, and you see, man, you work with them, and that's it. You know, that's that's not a long that's not a long time job there. You know, so that's not a long term job. So, so, so when they dropped you off, so yeah, but no, what, what you were saying, but yeah, but, but, but back what you were saying is, yeah, some guy approached us, man. It was me, and I don't know. I guess it was another guy that that you know we got out at the same time. You know, since we were in the holding cell, we kind of stuck together. But yeah, this one guy said, hey, "Yeah, come over here, come this way," and I was like, you know, you get kind of suspicious. You're like, oh shit, might be cartel shit or something, man. Like, oh man, damn. You know, and everybody's trying to help you because there are people that try to help you or you think they are or whatever. You know, there's people, hey, change cash money over here. You know, they got different things going on or trying to sell you something. Uh, but there's one guy trying to call us, and I was like, damn, come this way. And I was like, all right, man. And I was like, ah, it's kind of iffy, man. But we did. We're kind of going, going. And then, and then, and then right when we were about to turn back, he, we hit, we hit the, we hit the point where I could see around the corner. And yeah, he was, he was being, he was a good dude. He was taking us to where we were supposed to go, to the bus stop. He was saying, but you know, what made it look like crazy because there was, there was nobody down that road, you know, it was kind of quiet. It was lonely, you know, it was just one of those roads that didn't look right, you know? Yeah. It's just, you know, anywhere in Mexico, nigga, just, you know, hey, un uncharted territory. That shit was and like, two, you know, almost 10 years. Hey, I can't wait this way. And you're like, ugh, you know? Hey. Like you know I'm, nobody. Like you heard stories. Niggas getting picked up. So you know, you're 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 you're, you're, you're your head's going. You're going all different ways. And you're at their mercy too, for you know whoever is out there. 
That's just like that shit was. What if he? To, what if that guy told you no corras, don't run? Yeah. Uh, that flashbacks from from Oak Cliff when them damn, black guys. Damn, way, bro. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, uh, but yeah. The, Thank God, yeah, he was telling us, right, right, we're about to double back, and I like, man, this shit don't feel right. We can see the bus stop. He's like, there it is right there. Like, all right. And we went. Hey, that shit was and yeah, we he took us somewhere. He took us somewhere, and we bought tickets or something, and they gave him, like, a commission or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they gave us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he hooked us up. He did the right thing. That shit we got was, on the bus. I went to my hometown. That shit was, like, good fellas when, uh, when homeboy tells yeah, the old girl. He tells us, yeah, right you. there, through the alley. No, good fellas. Yeah. yeah, go right there around the corner, right there down the alley. You're like, huh? Oh, hell no. Hell. You know what that. On wise guys, when they tell you right there around the corner, man. You better Or meet it. me in the sticks or anything like that. Yeah, hey, meet me uh, <laughs> over there by that woods over there. <laughs> Damn. Shit, wait. So, so you went back to your hometown, and you were there for a few, uh, like yeah. a month, I think, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, just just to uh, just to get everything processed, man. For everything for the first time, it's the first time I printed out my birth certificate. It's the first time I got my ID out. It's the first time I got my social security out. It was the uh, first time I got my RF, which is like another social security number. Mm-hmm. But I got all those documents out. But uh, I mean, you had talked about it. The plan was to come here to, to Cancun, so. I had to go back to my hometown to get all those documents because you can't travel without ID. So since I was new here, I have no documents of nothing. So I had to go get everything out just like over there. Social security, ID, all that old shit. Everything. So yeah, it took about a month, month and a half, man. But as soon as we got it, remember I told you, I got it, man. Let's go. I jumped on that plane. I had that ID, man. Boom. It's all on my Facebook, man. The day I got here and everything, man. I was stuck at the airport. Remember, I got there just... I just missed it. I had to spend the night. I had to eat a fucking ten dollar hamburger. Shit got expensive. <laughs> you know, some bullshit. I had to sleep on the chair. And a cop walked up to me, You all right, you know, one of them is, you know, like shit you see in the movies. Yeah. When they with the fucking guard walk up to you, Hey, what's going on? Why are you here? No, oh, I missed my flight tomorrow. All right. Looking suspicious. I was like, damn. And I got and I got nervous because I don't know why I just did. Fuck, I don't know. Shit, because you can't trust Mexicans cops. Do. You can't trust cops over it's there. Mexican, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Mexican cops ain't. They're worse than you guys. Yep. I mean, no, in the U.S. it was all right. But, they might beat the shit out of you, but over here, but they'll shake they you will down. beat the shit out of you. And they'll shake you in down. In front of everybody. They'll take your money. Fuck. They'll take your fucking money. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, they, you had they it. took my money, but they took my homeboy's money. <laughs> oh, they took my money, too. We talk about that too. They took uh, my money too. Yeah, I had so, to meet him at the hospital. I had to meet him like at a Seven Eleven and give that, him money. They followed like that nigga to. Man. They followed that nigga to the ATM and shit. Dude, so uh, yeah, they let. Nah, they remember they let me out of jail. They let me out of jail because you because know, of my job, the tourism. Uh, my boss had to come get me. It was some little bullshit misdemeanor trespassing, but uh, the cop. Maybe I had to pay that more fucking, he found a sack of weed on me. Oh. As he was searching me. He said, what do you want me to do? I was like, God damn, man. Said, what do you want me to do? You want to turn this in or you want to forget about it? I said, man, just meet me across the street at the Oxo, which Oxo, 
for your listeners, also is like a 7-Eleven from the U.S. It's, 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 that, it's a convenience store that's at all the corner, never closes. You can go in there and buy whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he told me, cross the police, dog, cross the street. I had to meet him across the street to shake his fucking hand and give him the bribe, the fucking payoff for not revealing that sack that he found. <laughs> so yeah, you know. But yeah, man, and yeah, all cops are a little, a little more corrupt. You know what? I got to say this real you know? quick to my listeners, you know, or to the people listening <laughs> and shit. Motherfuckers out there, motherfuckers over here, motherfuckers over here talk shit about cops, about this and that and police brutality. Hey, they have no clue what what crooked cops are, right? Hey, disappear over here real quick. They'll disappear. They'll hey, take you. Hey, if you, would, if you wouldn't, uh, hey, if you like wouldn't. If you, uh, hey, like over here, if you're a woman beater, if you beat a woman, Man, don't let them niggas get a hold of you. The five They'll show you what a whooping ass coming you and best you not come around. If you get from fly, you beat somebody, a girl from fly coming, you're not allowed over here to beat the shit out of you. You best not come around no more. If you do, nigga, that second time, yeah, you that's probably over. But yeah, don't beat the shit out of you. Yeah, it's a little different than over there. Over there, yeah, y'all think y'all got it bad, man. Over here, don't make you disappear. No questions asked. If if you wouldn't have met homeboy across the street, well, what would have happened? You would have got an ass whooping. Yeah, which one? The cop. If you wouldn't have met the cop across the street when you when he let you out, he would have uh, he would have gave you a. He would have remembered me. He would have given you a calentada, uh, boy. Shit. He would man. So let, let's back up a little. I would have paid dearly. Let's back up a little bit. So. You made it to Cancun, boom. What the fuck do I do now? What was on your mind, way? I remember, yeah, bro. Yeah, what, what I, the fuck? I, matter of fact, I called you as soon as I got off the plane. I was like, Gemma, what the hell do we do now, nigga? <laughs> and uh, we caught a taxi. I caught a taxi to downtown. You're like, nigga, I don't know. Catch a taxi. I'm like, all right, fuck it. So remember, I got to downtown, uh, went to a hotel, man, and just posted up. Went to the store. I was oh. there, man. I couldn't believe it. I went to Cancun all by myself. I don't know what's going on. I don't know nothing. Shit. You know? It was um, a hostel. The first place you stayed was a little hostel, right? Yeah, this is not, it was a little hostel. Little, yeah, it was like a two-story, three stories, three. That's that three, one. Three, that's, that uh, one that, that's that one that had, uh, I'm trying to remember the first spot not, you went to. Oh, no, wait. No, that was just nah, some little. That's, that's co- another one. That was just some little roach. Nah, that, that was, the first one was some little roach ass hostel, and then like three days later, you found this, uh, another spot. Like it, it, you bounced around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first few, yeah, that, you know. I, I yeah. moved to by the Adeo, yeah, which Adeo is our bus stop over here. But uh, yeah, uh, man, I got here and you know, just trying to take it in. Fucking damn, where am I? What I do? So kind of just took it in, man, and uh, I was I had to go get something to eat, right, man, over here. Okay, I got to come to Mexico. You know, every country, you know, uh, it's got their own driveway, drive, drive. You know, go this way, that way. You know, uh, what is it? What is it? Um, like traffic. Drawing a blank here. Traffic. Uh, yeah, just you know when you drive. Yeah. yeah, over here, but over here we got a lot of roundabouts. You know, everybody, oh. every, everybody's crazy. You know, everything's different. But over here we got a lot of roundabouts. 
you know, you, you got to go turn in a circle, you know, and then cut off this way. Yeah. So there was a few of them when I walked out of my apartment, mm-hmm. the hostel, I walked out and uh, <clears throat> I started walking to the store and man, I, I passed a couple of those and I didn't realize that what, what, uh, what was going on. Oh, oh, you mean you kind of denorteaste, you, you kind of lost your yeah, bearings yeah. a little bit. Yeah, so I started walking and I didn't realize I hit one of the walls, so I started turning and turning and turning. <laughs> and man, uh, on, and then I was like, man, I've been walking already for like 30 minutes. I should be home already. Man, and I just kept kind of walking in circles. So I turned back the other way. So I started walking back. But since, you know, walking back the other way, still in a circle, but you get turned. And <clears throat> so I was just kind of going in a circle, man. After like 30, 45 minutes, I was like, man, fuck, I'm going to call a taxi. And I got a taxi and I got in there. And I said, take me to this. I showed him the car from the hospital. I said, take me to this place. And he, brrr, he took off like for about two minutes and he turned brrr, like in about three blocks. He said, we're here. I'm like what man? I was there, dude. I was so close, but I was lost. But I was like, man. So Fucking he tour. had to charge me, but yeah, he charged me the minimum. But yeah, it was a waste of money. <laughs> you all on the. You were all tourists and shit. Yeah, that was a text message. Oh, that's all good. All right. Hey, and uh, este, so then oh. uh, oh. este, you you. You moved around a little bit at first trying to find a stable spot because those little hostels, you know, they're like hotels, but, you know, it's different, yeah, they, you know? Yeah, when yeah when you get here, you'll, you'll learn later on, as I do. But, yeah, it was, it was very expensive. To me, it was, you know, did you, it, was, was no, a, it, was, it was expensive. It was, yeah, yeah, because you did the, I did the math, man, and it was it was like paying 300 bucks a month or something, like in the U.S., mm-hmm. which is way too fucking much. Yeah, yeah. And eventually you found a spot, you know, and it took a minute, but it, 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 it took a few months before you, you got that job with the tour, with the uh, jewelry, right? With the tours? Yeah, it took two months. Yeah, so the next day I just got on Indeed.com. I don't know if you, your listeners might know that, that, that I'm not getting paid for this, I'm not uh, endorsing Indeed.com, but Indeed.com got me my first job. I, uh, I uploaded my resume and this and that, and, uh, and I started working. They called me like you know, within a few days, man. Somebody hit me up because of my English, because uh-huh. I know English and Spanish. And y'all would do tours. Y'all would oh. pick. Y'all would. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. No. Yeah. You know what? As a matter of fact, they're not the first ones that got me. I did. I did do a, a, a lot of those, and I was getting calls. And as a matter of fact, I, I don't know if I was going that day to an uh, interview. But now that I remember, I mean, I was doing the ND.com, but I met uh, a, one of my coworkers at a gas station. I had my paperwork and everything. And I don't know, I think I was taking, walking around with my resume or if I was going to job any of I can't really remember, man. I can't, I can't remember. It was one of those work related because I had, you know, all my stuff with me. <clears throat> but I ended up met, that's where I met my coworker, and he, 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 I think I was talking to you on the phone in English, and he heard me talking in English, and he hit me up, and he's like, man, I heard you talking in English, and then, and then he got me a job interview, and that's when I got that gig, and I worked with that job for three years, so they closed down. Oh, yeah. Well, y'all were doing well, tours. Was a fun job. Right, tours. Y'all were yeah, picking people up job. at the hotel, or what? Yeah, I would, uh, 
Yeah, you know, I would in those vans, whenever you guys come over to tourism, there's a little van that picks you up so it fits about 13 people. So I would go like a tour guide or a tour conductor. I had a driver. He would drive, and he would just drive, and I would just we would go to different hotels, down the hotel zone, and pick up people at, at each hotel. You know, it depends. It could be a family at one hotel, or it could be different different people, different hotels. But as long as, you know, whatever my list would say, but I would be maxed out at 13. No, not really 13. I would, you know, it limit, it, it always, it varied. Uh, from my tours, it, it varied from one van to four or five vans. Oh, sometimes I had that's right. three people. Sometimes I had 70 people, you know. So, you know, it varied all the time. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I would go pick people up, and I would take them to a jewelry store, which was my job, was to take them to that jewelry store. That was the ones that paid me. They're the ones that paid for everything, the sponsors and all that. Mm-hmm. So I would take them to that jewelry store, and then after that, I would take them to either Tulum. If you guys know Mexico, there's some uh, 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 ruins over here in Tulum in Mexico. Like Mayan. Those are really cool. Yeah, Mayan. Awesome, man. yeah. Fucking pyramid. Mayan, uh, shit, uh, right. There's a yeah. pyramid on the crib. The, cool because those are on the cliff. Those are really cool because when you come, you'll see those because they're on the cliff. So you get to see the ruins at the top, and then as you look down, the beautiful freaking ocean, bro. Oh, there, and you can go down there swimming, you know, and then come back up and whatever. But the loom, I used to take them to the loom, and then back to the hotel, or I would take them to the jewelry store and fly the, uh, here to Fifth Avenue to go shopping. Oh, down that's Fifth right. Avenue. Yeah, I would go to but Playa. I would, I would take them, and I would just wait. And just sit there and wait for them to be, you know, be ready back in four hours. I give them like four or five hours yeah. to do what they have to do, and I wait, load them up and bring them back to the hotel. And, and they tip me, and then that's it, man. That was my day. It was awesome, bro. And Tulum, my office was the ocean. Yeah, nigga. And Tulum, it's like uh, I remember looking at pictures on Google Earth, but you 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 get to a certain point and you drop them off, and then a little train picks them up and takes them to the ruins. Yeah. And you hang out yeah, at this I, little I, I, Yeah, I take, I take them to go eat, then I take them to the, to the little train. I, yeah. I put their bracelet on and this and that for that train. Cause you have to get a bracelet. Whoever goes to the loom and y'all listening, you're going to have to get that little train. But you got to put a, I put a bracelet on them, and then I load them up on that train, and then they go. That's it. I cut them loose with the tour guide from there. Uh, part of the tour was we provide the, 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 a certified guide at the, at the ruins. Yeah. So they'll give you, you know. You're looking at everything, the explanation, the yeah. whole, the history, by either somebody that looks like one of them, or you know, just a regular tour guide. But you know, it's somebody native, man. Most right, of the time, I, that was I, ancestors and yeah, the performers, all that, right? Yeah. And there's like a little festival, or I mean, I call it a festival area, but there's a little area with restaurants and what else is there? Little gift shops yeah. and stuff. Yeah, when, yeah, when when you go, when we go, when you come visit, we'll go check it out. Yeah, it's an area where, you know, it's an open area where the, the voladores are. I don't know if you're listeners, but voladores, it's one of the, the things that the Mayans do over here. But they, they do that as a performance. Them guys do, they kind of spin. So, but yeah, that's so, a really cool show. So ex- and then there's a bunch of restaurants. So kind of explain what that is for our listeners. Like, what what is the voladores? What are they doing? What exactly is going on? Uh, I, I think it's something like... Um, uh, something about the rain. No, they're all they're they're asking for rain from the gods. So they they what they what they do here. I I don't think I'm sure it wasn't metal back in the day, but they go up a long pole. I mean, this thing is high, bro. It's 
what a story high maybe like a, like a, a tele- stories high like a telephone pretty pole high. something like a telephone pole yeah it's, it's a big metal pole though but you know they got it painted or whatever and all this but mm-hmm. what they do is they climb up there's one guy at the top and then they all start climbing up one by one but as, as, as they get up there one by one they're playing music the traditional <clears throat> some kind of aztec drums you know flutes and and drums you know and all that and as they go up they start wrapping the rope around the pot the the, the pole as they're, as they're, as they're, as they're up there, as it's spinning too, as the guy's playing the flute, the guys are going up on the ladder and they're, they're rolling the, the rope up. They all have rope, uh, attached to them. Uh-huh. So as they go up there, they sit up there and then, and then, and then midway through the song, they, they start dissenting, man. They just kind of lean back and all that rope they took up with them starts un you know, unwinding. As they start coming down, it starts unwinding and they start the, the, the the circle starts getting bigger and bigger as they're unwinding and they're lowering and they're lowering and they're just like floating, you know, either upside down and they're just like coming down, man. Just, almost almost like, like a descending. almost like a Ferris wheel or the swings at the yeah, yeah, fair. But it, yeah, but it start off, you know, they start off at the pole in the middle, mm-hmm. but as they're going, the rope is getting longer and longer, so the circle is getting bigger and bigger. And then after a while, it's it's not, you know, not that big. It's <clears throat> twelve. 15 feet maybe something like that i mean 20 feet mm-hmm. wide big circle you know yeah but they is they come down man they're, they're coming you know the circle's getting bigger the guy's playing the flute and them guys got all their gear you know all their the, the, the what is it a not a uniform the dress, but you know the all their dress, the engine dress the native dressings or whatever the dressings and all that yeah so that's yeah. really cool and the music and then the other descending and then they'll turn around you know, and then now once they get to the bottom, they'll flip over and then they'll just start walking. You know, they'll take the rope off and then that's it. I, mean, I don't know the history. That's why uh, that job provided a, a certified tour guide. Once I cut you guys off, you know, once I let my people uh, go, I will let them go with that certified guy. So while they're waiting for that train, that's what that's what they, the guys perform. As the people are waiting for that train to go to the to, to the ruins, that's where you stand. And he's telling you about he's he's, he's telling you about what they're doing. He's informing all the people that I bought, you know, because there's tons of people, man. I mean, there's hundreds of people there every day. You know, if you guys, if your listeners ever come to Cancun and buy the common anything, it's, there's, it's always a lot of people every day, hundreds and hundreds of people. So there's a lot of people. So the, 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 the certified guide, he's telling you about what's going on. And, but yeah, man, that's an awesome place, man. And it's, the good thing and then, about you know, I, the, good thing the ruins. The good thing about those jobs is you met a lot of people from all over the world, right? Like, there were people from everywhere, right? That's the cool thing, man. I met people from the from all over. I met people from Adamson. I met uh, teachers. I met, you know, I met, man, people from India, people from Russia, people from China, uh, all parts of Mexico, anything and everything, all races, all traditions, everything, man. It's freaking awesome man yeah. and, hey. and I'll tell you what I mean about people from the US yeah. we can relate and we talk about all kinds of bullshit if they're like football fans and then I'm a cowboy fan diehard so if they they say they're like a Packers fan I said oh that's it tour's over that's it <laughs> tour's over I gotta get out sir and he's like what the oh, man cheese is y'all cheese is man and it was, it was just I just crack them up man we can relate and that right there helped a lot with my uh, with my tips. Tips, yeah. I used to get really good tips, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah, somebody, you know, somebody broke you off. Somebody broke you off a hundred bucks, right? Or some one time that dude with the Lamborghini picture or something. <laughs> man, three hundred bucks. 
Damn. $300. Damn. Yeah. That was the best tip ever, man. That was 300 bucks in one day. That was my whole, that was my whole month's wages in one day. That's about how much I made a month. About 300, 400 bucks. Hey, and you, dollars a month. you started, um, so you started meeting a lot of people who are on vacation. And then remember, uh, it was like, hey, do some side, some side tours and shit. So you started taking, you started yeah. doing your own little side gigs. Yeah, I did a couple of side gigs, man. Uh, a lot of people now are my Facebook friends, you know, maybe see them when they come back. But yeah, me and, uh, which is my ex now, me and pa Paola, we started uh, doing tours, man. Since she speaks English and Spanish just like me, and she knows more of the traditions about here, a lot more about Mexico than I do, I got the customers, and then I kind of just, I mean, I would go on the tours too, but she kind of just took over. But man, we, we go do the traditional stuff. I take you guys to downtown Cancun. I take you away from the tourism spots. We go eat, you know, the traditional food, the cheap stuff, mantle, the, the markets and all that. It was awesome, man. We'd eat, grub, drink, you know, have fun, man. They would pay me and then they'd tip me and it was just a fucking great job, man. man awesome, dude. bro. I remember you had some good groups. That was awesome. You had some big groups. Some people from, from Vietnam or something, it was like 12 people or something, like yeah. a whole family or well, something. Yeah, well, I took them to Tulum and they broke me off really good. But then I did a, I did not took them to, then I did one of my side, uh, we, I took like 30 of them, man, to uh, to downtown Cancun, man. We ate a bunch of cool stuff, it was, man. They how, ate, how many of them? You know, they ate a lot of how different. Many, how many of them was it? Huh? It was like. It's like 30. It's, 30. I think it was like 30 of them. 30? Yeah, I had two vans. Oh. Two vans, and they sit 17, 17 people in each one. Wow. And, man, we all ate. It was, I was going to say it was really cheap because I think we all, they all ate. They bought all our food. They bought my driver's food. And they, it was all like 300 bucks or something, man, for all those people to eat, man. It was like super cheap. Wow. But, man, they ate a, they ate a bunch of food. They bought all kinds of stuff. What, it was awesome, man. What, a bunch of beer. What was that? Awesome, bro. There was something. I, I remember you said a drink or something, a fruit. It was, y'all got some on a side vendor, and, and they fucking loved it because it reminded them of home or something. Did, wasn't it? Some oh, yeah, yeah. Or what was it? A coke? Yeah, it was a some, coke, yeah, yeah, some of those, those fruits, man, that I've been here. I've never eaten none of that stuff. So, yeah, that was some. That they that I took them to, they're like, oh man, we love these man. These remind me back at you know back home. I said that's where they got them from. And they bought a bunch of them, man, a couple kilos worth. Took them back to the hotel. Oh, but they had awesome man. They made the coco man today. Mm-hmm. You know they got the coco man there. And uh, the coco man, hold on, I got a text. And uh, uh, the coco man, imagine they 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 hit him up, the coco man, and he made all the. They said how many cocos, man? They ordered like. 25 cocos, man, the guy made a kill and he made his whole money day in, in, in that one 30 minutes. So it took like 30 minutes, like 45 minutes to get all them cocos ready. That's a lot of them. And then they, then they tipped them. Hey, and over, so it, was, it was, it was awesome. Man. In, in that industry, there's a lot of back scratching, but not, not like back scratching, but you meet restaurant owners and you can take, Hey, I'm gonna take my group here. You know, you can work stuff out, right? Or, or people who have certain stores, and you and and you know, you tell them you have groups, and you know, you work out little commissions and stuff like that too. Can no? Like restaurants would pay you commissions yeah. for bringing their yeah. people, oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's 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 one of the things that uh that 
that uh, you end up learning in the tourism business too, man, is you end up doing what you call, just like we do a side hustle. Yeah, man, uh, I would take them to certain restaurants, you know, uh, they give me commission, you know, or I can eat for free or whatever, you know, yeah, scratch your back, scratch my back. Yeah, different stuff. Kind of yeah. deal. But sometimes it would be, it would be money related and I would make a killing and one that like, imagine if I take 30 people to a restaurant, how much commission I get out of that? Yeah. Like seven, 800 pesos. That's, or a thousand or something depends on what they eat. That's a good. But that's that's just from the commission. They still gonna tip me. They still gonna give me this. Man, yeah. I'll make a killing in the one day. Yeah. Killing. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. So yeah, but that was one time the dude tipped me three hundred. That was a dude, the H dude, this hood nigga from uh, oh, H Town. H Town. Dope dealer. He hooked it up too. Yeah, right? nigga, what's up, man? That nigga, here you go, homeboy. And they gave me a little hundred dollar bill. Here you go, homeboy. I'll bet that Playboy. And they hooked it up with a little hundred. And I met, I talked to him for about five minutes. You know what I'm saying? We chopped it up for five oh, minutes. Oh, that's right. Store. Yeah, what's up, homeboy? That's right. Yeah, nigga, this and that. Yeah, we're going to Tulum. I said, oh, man. I said, damn, y'all going with my homeboy. Y'all, you know, because we had a bunch of different guys. Oh, yeah. He got with my other homeboy. So he wasn't with my people's. But, man, he was good. We talked for a few minutes. Nigga gave me a hundred bucks. Perfect. But, yeah, man, all kinds of stuff. It's cool, man. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful place, man. If you get deported, come to over here. <laughs> or, you know, but this nice, man. It's, yeah. It's nice. I like it. As long as you're working, just, just fucking <clears throat> coronavirus got me fucked up, but, you know. Damn, but man. once it starts rolling again, man, the, 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 the jobs over here are awesome and everything, man. So. Fuck yeah. Once the fucking lockdowns get lifted and people could fucking start flying and traveling and shit next year away i mean we're gonna have to yeah. the rest of this year is gonna i'm thinking maybe november december y'all might start getting some some people out that way but for sure next next year yeah. away. for sure next year because this year is a shit show this year has been a shit show i mean we just want to we just want to get this year over with already like you know what fuck 2020 a la verga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we do too. Damn. Yeah. Damn, so, Damn, so, so, so then you, from, when, where did you go next from Cancun? You moved down the road to, what was that other place called? The next little town that you went to? Before, I'm in Playa del Carmen, that's where I'm at now. No, before that, Playa del Carmen. weren't you down the road somewhere before that? No. Oh. oh, Puerto Morelos. Oh, you were just there for a little bit. Yeah, I was there for about a uh, month or You two, were a security guard. Like, oh, you no. That's where you were a security guard at Puerto Morelos? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, security guard over here stuck, man. Fuck they that. They make less money and they work 12 hours a day. Damn. Sucks. Yeah, security guard, man. <laughs> Horrible job. You yeah, man. You won't uh, give your life up <laughs> when the cartel. Yeah, man. cartel for for like for like two hundred bucks a month. Yeah, that nigga makes less. Oh, yeah. did did you have a gun? <laughs> I have a flashlight. I have a flashlight. Damn, boo. I'm gonna go get something to drink, man. I'm dying, man. Yeah, well, uh, let's wrap this up real quick. Uh, so just, um, so you're in Playa de Carmen, you know, Corona yeah. fucking shut everything so, down. But 
you know, it's still fucking paradise. And, you know, and then... Yeah, we're just, we're just waiting for, like, you guys waiting to go 100 again. Because you guys, well, a lot of the world comes over here, man. Not just you. Yeah, everybody, everybody from all over the world. So, we're waiting for that so we can keep going again, man. But like I said, it's still up in the air because I want to drive, too. I want to be a driver. So, that's up in the air, too, man. Yeah. Once... Hey, the best in way. Yeah, man. Tours, not even tours, just taking them to wherever. Yeah. Speaking English speaking only, man. Yeah. Driving a van. Oh, hell yeah, man. There, 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 there is a lot of opportunity, you know, for somebody who wants yeah. to, you know, you know, especially if you know English, damn, that's a plus way, big time and shit. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you were blessed because uh, you're, you know, you grew up over here, so you speak fucking perfect. And that's what, that's what, uh, uh, you know, tourists, you know, want to come and speak to somebody who understands yeah. and not have trouble you know, because they have broken English or stuff like that. You know, that makes a huge yeah, difference. Yeah, that, that, that was a big a big thing, too, big issue with people, the broken English and can't relate, can't say, you know, certain jokes. Because I'm 100%, well, I was 100% U.S. for a minute there. <laughs> uh, so I know anything, you know, all I heard from negative jokes to white people jokes to yeah. Oh, everything. Everybody right. from all over so, the world. So, yeah, so, you know, I can relate to anything football-wise, president-wise, laughing at shit, you know. So people that I talk to, man, you know, either either I meet people from the hood and I talk good to them or I meet you know, my Caucasian uh, white people that, you know, we go on a different level, but it's awesome, man. They love that shit. Like, oh, baby, you're cool, man. And, we hang out, man, and they love that shit, and I love, you know, providing for them, and, you know, all day, man, it's, it's awesome, man. It's yeah. a fun job. And I, and really I, is. you know, and even though, like, like, look, look, even though, um, you know, that shit, you know, you got deported, it changed your life and shit, and I mean, I mean, I don't know if people, you know, when we hear this, we really don't understand the, uh, you know, the, the ramifications or whatever, I mean, you know, he's separated from his family and he can't come back. Now, we're trying to work on some ideas as far as maybe getting a visa or something, but, you know, whatever. Pero, pero for y'all can understand, it's like, you know, you're removed, you're, you're removed from your, from everybody, you know? Yeah. But, you know, yeah. luckily. Yeah, that too, that, that's, that's a whole different show there. But yeah, man, that, uh, psychologically, man, this is it. That's, that's a whole different issue we can talk about as far as, you know, losing my, not losing them, but, you know, not being able to, you know, my son lived with me when I got deported. So me leaving, you know, me just disappearing and shit, you know, didn't sit right with him, you know, but yeah. he wondered where daddy's at. Yeah, man. That's the... And, you know, my kid, you know, everything, man. It's a whole different story. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you know the it's a psychological thing too, man. The one of the yeah. the, one of the good things about all of this, and uh, as we grow, you know, we're learning a lot too. You know, we you know we you know you it, it was rough and shit, and it's been rough, but you've been adapting. You know, you, you're now it's it's like home now to you, kind of right. I mean, you're 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 one with the people and shit. Like you're not a stranger anymore. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. Now. Now. 
Yeah, I feel right at home, man. I can go down the street. I can go catch the bus to the next city over. I can go to another state. And now I know where to go, the money, you know. Everything. Where to go, where not to go, how to get there, the cheaper way, Everything. all that. You know? Yeah, you adjust just the way we do when we go over there. You adjust from over there to over here. Yeah. Damn. But as long as you're making good money, man, like I was, for this pandemic hit, it's, it's nice. It's nice, man. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, you seen the pictures. You seen yeah. where I live. I live fucking five <laughs> blocks away from the ocean. <laughs> fucking uh, fucking paradise, way. You know. And and look, I just for a lesson for yeah. the for the you know, as far as like you know what 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 I just you know one thing that I always talk about. You know this, and that my listeners know this, as you know, is the resilience of 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 people. You know, we can handle way more than when, what we know. And even though it's heavy sometimes and it fucking hurts and we fucking yeah. cry and we fucking break down because we're fucking struggling or whatever, the weight is so heavy. But damn, we can carry it. And as long as we keep trekking forward, you know, with a clear yeah. with a clear vision, shit works out, you know. One way or another, shit works out. Now, look, now we're thinking, you know, as going forward, as, as, as my shit is getting better over here on this side, you're getting more comfortable over there, you know, just so our people out here can know, you know, we're thinking of, you know, we're looking at, man, we should get a house or property or something, you know, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, opportunity, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity too, right now yeah. for a she, it's more expensive, yeah. but yeah, there's opportunity here. Yeah. That's the next step that, you know, me and you planning to get to, but yeah, Nick, we already, yeah. we go through a lot, but there's, even after you go through a lot, there's still another step. Mm -hmm. another goal to go towards and that's another step that me and you trying to go towards we've been through a lot not just for another step but yeah man life is yeah and it's hard and we, we put up a lot and, yeah and but we we manage man yeah and see so i mean there's always light at the end of the tunnel you know and, and what we want to do is help each other you know when people need help and you know our family our friends our loved ones our, our peoples you know we need to help however we can do the best we can for each other and you know i mean because you know it's just what we need to do sometimes right and uh just know that That's right man you know you know y'all i'm you know you folks out there that are listening you know how we we talk here at, at thesis you know you're strong you know i know you can do whatever it is you know whatever challenges you're going through you know rough times or whatever we've faith you know favor's been through some shit i've been through shit we all because uh, all humans experience same types of shit, different stories, but we all yeah. experience heartbreak. I always, I always thought it was just me, man, but it's everybody. So everybody mm -hmm. got to, you know, yeah. stay strong, man. Everybody, right. you know, it's like I've heard you on your show, man. Thesis is stay strong. You know, the, you you can do it. You can overcome a lot more than what what you think. Fucking a, man. Well, hell yeah, way man, dude, hey. You, we, you know, I fucking love you, bro. And, you know, I'm glad you, you made some time for us for the show. You know, I'm, and, uh, yeah, man, the, it was fun. Man. Yeah. yeah we, should, we should do it again. You know, maybe a different topic or something. There's yeah. so much, you know, that I can tell you, man. It's, you know, fucking a, but we man. can talk about a little bit of everything, a little bit over there, a little bit of over here, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch another subject, man. But yeah, man, it's always good. Good to be on the show, man. Uh, I appreciate the listeners you. liked it. Yeah. I appreciate you, 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 Wayne. And, uh, I just want to thank you guys out there too. Uh, you know, all y'all listening out there. Um, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. 
este, you know, for a couple hours. We've been on here for two hours, right, quick? No, not bad, not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 12 o'clock, yeah, a couple hours. <laughs> Time goes by fast, man, yeah. when you talking you know chopping it up about so, history so if you guys out awesome. there if you guys out there like what you hear please tell your friends you know share this episode um you know tell your friends about it subscribe you got the email in the description hit us up get a shout out it's there i want to welcome our friends uh oh shit i forgot to do the in the intro i was gonna do a fucking anyhow we're on we're on uh we're in australia now we're in the uk uh the philippines Hong Kong, uh, where else? Ireland, Mexico, and, uh, and I America. I think I met people from all over there. Yeah. I think I met people from all those places you just said. Yeah, so welcome all you folks out there from those countries. Welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy what, you, what you're listening to and uh, stick around, man. I love you guys. Thank you for showing up. Thanks again to my bro, Fabian. Uh, and uh, hey, uh, people, just uh, y'all check back soon. Um, you know how we do it here. It's not every day, but check back soon. You know, we'll have some uh, new material coming up uh, And uh, I will catch you guys out there later. So uh, y'all stay safe out there and we'll see you soon. Peace